0: Welcome in, everybody, to the Landry Football Podcast Network. It is Group of Five live. Excited to be with you uh, on the network talking about some of the key matchups in the Group of Five action. It's week six in college football. We've got uh, obviously started off with that Central Florida SMU game uh, on um, on a Wednesday night. We kind of broke that down for you over at LandryFootball.com. Kind of went along the lines of where we wanted. Thought we'd get a better performance out of SMU uh, in that one. But that game obviously was moved from last week due to the storm, and that's why it got plugged into the Wednesday night's game. But we're going to talk a little bit about UNLV. How good is this UNLV team? They're 4-1. and one. they got a San Jose State team that's 3-1. and one. We've talked about UNLV being in the Mountain West race. Are they? Will they? That's going to be a big game. Friday night, so in San Jose. Watch it on the CBS Sports Network. We're going to break that one down for you. That's 10.30 Eastern time, 9.30 Central, uh, if you want to stay up for that. Friday, Houston, Memphis, earlier in the Liberty Bowl. Interesting game. How about this Houston team? You heard me break down in early in the week in the breakdown from last week. This Houston team's a mess. There's a lot of talent. There's not only talent, folks. There's experienced talent. There's no reason why this team should be struggling as bad as they are. But Houston is two and three. They are eight. They should be talent-wise five and zero. They're two and three. They didn't lose one or two games that they that that they should not have lost. They've lost three games they shouldn't. Uh, it's a real big mess there. Um, we'll see if they can get back on track. Army Wake Forest. We talked about this game in the ACC show. We're gonna hit on it again from an Army viewpoint. Air Force Utah State as well. Uh, we're gonna get into that. So. A reminder that you can get detailed film room analysis on all of these games, as well as the NFL, uh, all of the games in college football through every conference. we got it covered for you uh, over at LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of the football season sale. It'll get you the best deal that we have gone. It'll get you a full six months, uh, excuse me, a full 12 months. You can try it out for six months or you try it out for a month if you want to. You can get information from a coaching and scouting viewpoint inside the film room, breaking down the games before they happen, after they happen, and giving you a viewpoint that you really can't get anywhere else. So check it out at landryfootball.com. We hope that you'll like these type of shows that we're doing. And we'd ask for you to wherever you get your podcast, sign up for the Landry Football Podcast Network, subscribe, like, and share. And you can get all of our football content, college, NFL, we've got it all for you. So Make sure that you check it out. Also, hope that you like uh, watching our college content uh, as we do the show live on the Off the Hook Sports YouTube channel. So subscribe, like, and share that as well. So I mentioned UCF, SMU, uh, SMU with their third loss uh, of the season, UCF going to four and one, Brett um, Lashley going up against his mentor, Gus Malzahn, and the, the teacher gets the advantage again uh, the past defense has been pretty solid and they did a good job against smu it's uh, it, you know a little too inconsistent throwing the football it uh, it struggled and and it's not going to fly that um you know the the knights have been able to move the football pretty well and and i thought it was going to be a tough game for this smu defense and it was um you know i think the ucf running game uh is kind of what they're built around. John Rice plumby did a really good job, and I think they can throw some off of the play action, and they did very, very effectively. So they were able to control the football with the run game, and I did not allow SMU's passing game to take over, and it was a very impressive performance, and uh, the UCF win um, at home uh, in um, uh, in Orlando. It's going to be an interesting matchup on Friday. I'm going to start with the later game first. UNLV San Jose State. This is going to be, again, 10.30 Eastern time, 9.30 Central in San Jose. Um, Again, these teams are maybe off the radar for some, but they're good football teams. And UNLV, really good story because that program has struggled for a while, and they're playing in Allegiant Stadium, and they don't put a lot of people in that stadium. I'm not going to sell you on a great atmosphere there, but this team is pretty good. And San Jose State with Brett Brennan has done a very good job. I mean, UNLV was a speed bump, bad team, and now they're a player in the Mountain West. Um, Now, the league's not very good. They've lost a lot of people. I get that. But you're still got a UNLV team that was getting hammered by some of the teams that they're now beating. Um, UNLV still still turns the football – I mean, still still has too many penalties. The turnovers – were virtually non-existent to the last two weeks against New Mexico. Um, And, you know, that was a 31-20 win that could have been a much more decisive. But this might be the best UNLV defense in a decade. um, The offense is balanced. It's versatile. And they're winning on the turnover margin. Uh, They're second in the nation in that. Look, one of the keys to taking a bad program and building it to success at any level is to first learn how to not lose games. I mean, that, that is true. If you want to get good, you teach and preach discipline, protecting the football, creating turnovers on defense, protecting the football and offense, not making dumb penalties that cost you that stall your drives and a allow and other drives to continue to be there and to continue to stay alive you do that and you're good on special teams meaning you have got a good kicking team you got a good punting team you cover well and you get positive return yardage you don't need to return for touchdowns but if you can flip the field if you have a 20-yard play that you give up on offense on defense Or you make on offense. That's a big time play. That's a big time play. We call that an explosive play. If you can flip the field and you can win hidden yardage, meaning if you can gain twenty yards of field position by your ability to punt and cover, and your ability to block and return, you can do that like that. And all of a sudden, it starts to mount in the hidden yardage becomes very integral into your team's success and turning it around. If you do those things, you can become not a good team, but a team that can compete and win against anybody because you do the little things well. And then from there, you can get, you can get to where you've built your foundation, you build your model, then you get better players with it. This is a pretty good defense. They're well positioned and they create turnovers and they don't give up turnovers on offense. San Jose state, is deeper into their tenure. They're a better-looking team. It's not better in turnover margin, and but it only gave up the ball twice so far. Outside of a blowout win over Western Michigan, it's it's been pretty clean uh, in terms of avoiding penalties. Um, Their offense has gotten better. They played Auburn very well. It was a close loss, but the offense has gotten quite a bit better. But it's the defense that's really gotten better. UNLV will be able to run on this group, but the pass defense has been stifling. And I don't know that they're going to throw it as well. Uh, UNLV leads the Mountain West in scoring offense and second by an Air Force in total total offense. Um, So the two, Utah State and New Mexico, those are the two Mountain West wins. No big deal, you might say, and it's not, but for UNLV it is. It played well and lost to Cal and the offense worked well against North Texas, but San Jose state went on the road, took out Wyoming, threw out Western Michigan and hung with Auburn for four quarters. San Jose state doesn't have the offense that UNLV does, but it's got a little bit more balance on defense. Should be able to run the football well enough. Kind of like San Jose state here at home, but by seven, uh, I've got some further thoughts on this game. Check it out at LandryFootball.com in our group of five, Film room previews Houston, Memphis. I mentioned it. Houston, talents there, experience there. No reason for this team should be better. I mean, and they should be five and zero talent wise. But if you watch them on tape, how dumb they play, they could easily be on five. Should be on five. Their talent keeps them from being on five. Their coaching is on five, their talent's five and zero. That's why their record's two and three. The offense is moving the chains without a problem. The defensive front lives in the opponent's backfield. And there are not a ton of turnover issues. Memphis doesn't have any sort of a pass rush. And that's part of the reason why the secondary is having a lot of problems because they've got to cover for quite a bit. This is where Clayton Toon and the Houston passing attack have to get going. Memphis defense hadn't been all that bad. They played Navy, Arkansas State, North Texas, and Temple. Uh, They have something to do with but the run defense has been pretty good outside the loss to Mississippi State, which is a different animal. The secondary's holding up despite all the yards being allowed. They're coming together in the red zone. And then there are penalties. Memphis has been flagged 26 times with just 10 over the last three games. Houston has doubled that up with a whooping 56 coming thus far. It's penalties that are killing Houston. For a team that can't get anything consistently moving, the flags are killing them. They're making big plays. They're moving the football, and it's penalty. Just what I said. How you go from bad to good, be clean. Don't have the penalties. Don't turn it over. You want to go from talent to bad? You can do that as well. Houston's a perfect example. It, it, how does Houston deal with the loss to Tulane? Way more talented than Tulane. Tulane's smarter team. Take the football better. Not as many turnovers. That's how Tulane beats Houston. So what is Houston going to be in this game? They can lose to anybody. Houston is good enough to beat anybody. They can go throughout what in a clean game, they can go throughout the Big 12 right now and line up with just about anybody in the Big 12 and line up and beat them. But they can lose to anybody in their current league because of how they play and how dumb they play. Um it's going to be a close game. Houston should win this game by 17 to 21 points. Memphis is the two-and-a-half-point favorite. <laughs> they've, they've watched it. People know. Houston is Houston. It's about the final result. Can they play with balance? Can they play with consistency? I don't think they can. They haven't done it yet. But the Memphis offense will keep it close. Probably won't run well enough to win it. But this is going to be a fun game watching. I mentioned Army Wake Forest in the ACC uh, Football and Beyond show. Make sure that you check that out. This is going to be a lot of fun because of the offenses are good, but so different. Wake can throw it up and down the field. They can also run with some balance. You can run and throw on this Army defense but you can also do the same thing against Wake Forest's defense. Now Army's not going to throw it a whole lot, they're going to run it. And they're going to probably have a lot of success. If you remember last year, this game was like 70 to 56. Neither defense could stop the other, but the offense of Army could run it and the offense of Wake could throw it and Army had for, you know, 400, you know, 20 yards running in five touchdowns and wake had 450 yards, you know, and five touchdowns through the air and ran, you know, for, uh, uh some other. So it's just going to be a high scoring game. I think, uh, wake certainly is more balanced offensively, but neither defense, who can come up with some stops. Can wake do a good enough job to stop this army run game? that's ultimately what happened last year and i would think what happened this year air force is four and one utah states one and four utah state uh can't stop the run uh they've actually did a pretty decent job against byu i mentioned it in the film room breakdowns for the group of five early in the week that i thought that utah state played byu well and there's a reason for that um Utah State looks at that as a big rivalry game. BYU doesn't. BYU's got Notre Dame this week. Look, it's getting teams up and getting your team up is always difficult. Air, air, air Force leads the nation in rushing over 100 yards or more. That's what they do. Kansas State's really good. Army's good. They're really good. Um, and this Utah State team got a lot of issues against the run uh, and, and making a lot of mistakes, as bad teams do. This is going to be um, – likely a decisive win by Air Force. It's 10 and a half point margin. Uh this may uh surprise you where I go with this, but I, I think this this uh, Air Force team has got a really good matchup against this Utah State team, uh, particularly uh on offense. Can Utah State get anything done offensively, potentially, but they're turning the football over way too much. So we've got some further thoughts on that game as well as the rest of the group of five games uh, over at LandryFootball.com. We also, by the way, have uh, all the uh, all the games in college football broken down, all the NFL games we got for you as well. So make sure that you take advantage of the football season sale going on at uh, LandryFootball.com. Um, you can get a coaching and scouting perspective of the game there. And also a reminder to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network as well as the Off The Hook Sports YouTube channel. It's free. Subscribe, like, and share those if you would. Appreciate you. Enjoy the games. And we'll be here to break them down for you the early part of next week. So long, everybody.